wealth, knowledge yourself. If you ain't on that, won't nothing else help. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. You ain't with that, you probably living like savages. Health, wealth, knowledge yourself. If you ain't on that, won't nothing else help. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. You ain't with that, you probably living like savages. When the mind's right, it shines like from the highest heights to the what up good people welcome to episode 167 of the project brook podcast this my friends is your holistic and that good old common sense pursuit of health and wellness lord don't let us forget the common sense if you don't know how we get down baby we talking all things health all things wealth all things knowledge of self when the world seems to go crazy, do I keep more attention on it than I do myself? When I start to point my finger at other people and what they're doing and not doing, do I remember that I got some other fingers pointing back at myself? Do I give myself that same energy, that same level of criticism and critique and analysis and commentary that I give everybody else and everything else? Do I do that? to myself first do I put me on the chopping block am I honest with me do I just sit with myself when I get real uncomfortable and allow myself to be agitated and allow some tears to flow for me to feel pain and disappointment and loneliness do I allow myself to sit with that or do I look for distractions that's what we be talking about I'm your host wrote the great if you're wondering who the hell told me I'm great, I'm wondering who the hell told you that you were not. And what you going to do? What you going to do about it? <laughs> if you have been told that you're not, if you have believed, you know, all of your life, all of your childhood, what you going to do about it now? Ain't nothing worse than listening to a grown-ass adult complain. We don't care about what your mama did or didn't do, bruh. I know your daddy should have, would have, could have. I got it. I understand. I'm with you. I relate. But what you going to do now? I, I, I got your experiences that you had with opposite sex. I got that. But what role have you played? You mean to tell me you just been in a vehicle throughout your entire life experience and you don't accept any responsibility for that? What? Well, <clears throat> I can tell you what the what the next half of your life is going to look like. If you if you believe that and you stay the course, oh, oh, oh boy. Not only are you going to get more of the same, it's going to magnify itself. I, I was talking to my daughter this morning about how easy it is to get lost in the sauce. How easy it is to settle. And about how you got to look for the warning signs. Now, we were talking about being able to um, identify beforehand red flags, not after the fact. How you can look at how a person's living, how you, you, you can, you can. Listen to the way that they speak and the things that they're doing, the things that they don't talk about. I know we often talk about, well, hey, you got to pay attention to what people are talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But pay attention to what they're not talking about. That's important. And you can filter out a whole bunch of nonsense. You, you can prevent yourself from spending a lot of time dealing with people that you were later complain about. Mm-hmm. By doing just that. Ain't that funny how that works? No matter how you smack life up. No matter how you flip it and rub it down. Uh-huh. It's still going to circle back to you. <laughs> Ain't that the good news? That no matter what, it's going to circle back to you. You don't get an out here. Now, I will say one other thing that I share with my daughter. I say, you know, we were talking about a specific situation. And I said, do you know how you right now take power 
of this situation. Cause she, you know, you know how we get, we all are guilty. Something happens and you know, we feel wronged or whatever. And we got the evidence. The evidence says that I am right and they are wrong. They foul. Can't believe it. And then we got to keep repeating it over and over. And I said, you, you know how in the midst of this, like right now, how you can take control of this. You can get the power back in this situation. You know how you do it? You accept your role in it. Uh, what? You can't be no victim. Because if you acknowledge, well... I had to do several things for this to even be possible. See, if somebody betrays me, if somebody has something, takes something that is near and dear to me or, or share some information that was between us that they weren't supposed to, whatever the case may be, you can put whatever scenarios. I'm just using these for examples. How did they get the information? No, but I'm saying you, you, you know, you, 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 people are close to you and they shouldn't do X. Hey, 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 man. Ain't nobody talking about what they should be doing. We talking about your ass. And when you are more interested, Oh, come on back to that phrase. What's that phrase, Rook? Do I care more about being well or do I care more about being right? Yes, you are right. Your version of the story, what was done to you, awful. But the question now is, do you care more about being right or do you care more about being well? What does it do to you in the process to hold on to the right if the right keeps you in a position of powerlessness? If it keeps you weak, if it keeps you feeling defeated, if it keeps you angry, if it keeps you stressed out, how is you being right helping you? Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. You got to accept your role, the role that you play. Take the power back. Man, I can feel it's, it's like a, sh a spark of electricity that shoot through my body when I say that. I want it. Give it to me. Everything that was done, everything that was not done, I, it's mine. It's my fault. Give it here. Just give it here. Let me, let, me, let me show you what I can do with it. I don't need you to fix anything. I don't need you to address, well, you need to acknowledge what was done. I don't need you to acknowledge a doggone thing. I don't need no closure from you. I don't need any of those things. Give it to me. Matter of fact, I ain't even asking. I'm going to take it. Give me that. And I'll show you what I can do with it. Power. Are you positioning yourself for power or pity? You can't, you, you do know you cannot operate on both sides. You can't be both pitiful and powerful at the same time. It doesn't work like that. And anyway, what are we talking about today? Fun things happening in the Matrix, ain't it? The Matrix stay busy, don't it? <laughs> when I think about growing up, if I was able to go and pull all of the newspapers from my time growing up, just, I'm, I'm thinking maybe a 10-year span, right? I could only imagine what was going on at that time. Not only locally, but at the state level, at the, at the federal level, and then internationally. I could only imagine what was going on during that time. But you know what was so good? What was so good? Thank goodness, as much as we talk about our parents, you know what they weren't doing? They weren't trying to wake our ass up. They weren't trying to put us in the street and make us foot soldiers for no damn movement. That's what they weren't doing. You know what we were doing? Depending on how old you are, I don't know what you were doing. But you know what a lot of us were doing? We were being kids. We were staying in our imaginative world. And in that world, everything was all good. The biggest complaints we had, you know, was whether or not we was going to be able to get this snack. Whether or not little Timmy mama was going to let him come outside to play. Whether or not mama was going to say we got to come in earlier because we got to go to church. 
outside of that, whatever else was going on, <laughs> I want you to catch this now. Whatever else was going on could not and did not touch us. We say things like times have just changed. You know, all these do we all we got doom and gloom phrases that we just keep repeating, repeating, repeating. And all you're doing is programming yourself every single time, every single time you just say it over and over. And then you create a level or a sense of meaning and feeling behind it. Ooh, ooh, you're creating and don't even know it. But every time we create these doom and gloom statements about how worse things are getting, how awful things are, how terrible people are. What do you think that says about you? I have to watch when people say, yeah, all people are shitty. Well, you do know that includes you, right? And if all you can see is shitty people, then this must be a lot of shit with you. Mm. Funny how that work. Anyway, the the beauty in being a child, this is what the Bible refers to. Talking about being childlike. You can't enter the kingdom without having a mind and a heart like a child. And a mind and a heart like children, they see the grandeur in life. They see the joy in life. They see the love in life. They see the happiness in life. They are excited about what's to come. They are filled with imagination and possibilities. This is how you get yourself to shift into heaven. Heaven is now. Well, hell is now too, depending on which one you decide you want to play in. It is now. And that's what we're talking about. What is what is happening right now? It's kind of funny to watch, but I, I got a real, you know, warped sense of humor, I guess. <laughs> Some may say dark sense of humor, but things are funny to me. I don't take things serious. I get serious about what's, what I need to get serious about, but I, I, I laugh. And when I watch us, I see us creating the world that we say we don't want. And people have learned nothing from the last three years. Because as soon as they tell y'all that, uh-oh, it's some stuff flying in the sky. Like, y'all scared now, ain't you? Yes, y'all. You're scared. It might be the alien invasion. <laughs> What's going on? You start seeing more and more reports. You see a shooting here, shooting there. You see some, some trains derailing. Now it's, oh my God, all of this toxic stuff is flowing through the air. What are we going to do? We get reports and reports are always one and done. Don't you see the parallels? Don't you see the things just continue to repeat? If you did this, there's nothing you can do to fix it. There's nothing you can do to reverse it. If you are one of those people close by one of these train derailments or crashes or explosions or whatever you want to call it, you're done. All right. You just got to look forward to getting cancer. What type of shit is that? What's the point? What you talking about? All right. Let me reel it in. Cause you know, I get off on a tangent, even though it's really ain't on the tangent. It still is on point, but seeing versus looking. What's the difference? What's the difference? Because I don't want to give you an indication in any way that I don't keep an eye to the streets. I don't keep an ear to the streets. Oh, I be knowing. Now, there are certain things I don't. But overall, in general, I'm not ignorant now. But I'm also not consumed and I'm also not absorbed. I see what's going on, but I ain't looking I ain't looking. I am okay, what's the difference? Let's let's look at what's the difference. When I could when I see a thing, all right, that there is a oh, a sense of watch that's taking place, right? I'm I'm if I see something, I there's an inspection. 
The moment you your eye goes to something, there is a perceiving that is that is happening. So there's an understanding and an inspection that is taking place. But when I am looking, I have to turn my gaze towards something. Look means to focus or to give attention. And what is attention? It is your awareness. I become aware. See, I can see terrible things happening over there. But when I start to look, I become aware that this is a terrible world. And that is the difference. That is the danger in becoming consumed. Right? So it's not saying you go totally blind. Even though I kind of like that too. Like, can you totally turn from all of it and feel at peace? Feel in control. Not feel uneasy. But I see things. It's not that I don't see the happenings of the world. I see the headlines. I see the projections. But I ain't looking for no nonsense. Do you think... (sighs) If I'm nearby something, um, I don't know, toxic that, that has happened, do you think that I'm going to be looking for the worst case scenario? Do you know how challenging this is? Yeah, you got to know. Do you know how challenging it is to deny your senses? For you to say, no, I know what my eyeballs <laughs> see. But I am not looking for evidence of that to be true. It almost sounds psychotic. Well, what do you mean you ain't looking for evidence? The evidence is there. Is it? Is it? When you tell people that if you live within a certain radius of some toxic chemicals that have been exposed, right? They're able to see that. (laughs) When you tell them that you should be on the lookout, For this to happen, that to happen, that to happen, that to happen, and that to happen. What are you actually doing? Well, we're we're trying to prepare people. We want to educate people. Well, it's a fine line. Where, at what point does educating, informing, and providing information now cross over to creating... problems that did not need to exist you cannot go look do you no matter what the world says you cannot feed into that report you cannot accept that as gospel you cannot accept that as truth this is how they got away with the nonsense of the last three years because you were told that something deadly was on loose And you heard about people dying. You didn't know how they died or what they died. You didn't know. You shut up. You didn't know. No, you didn't. They were telling us that tens of thousands of people were dying over in Italy. Most of us ain't even never been to Italy. How you know what's going on over? You don't know. That's what they told you. That's what they reported. You didn't know. But it was convincing enough to invoke fear in you, to stir up some worry and fear in you and open the door. See, once you shift your energy, you become vulnerable to whatever is possible at that frequency. So if I, if I energetically put myself, I need to find that chart too. I think I have, I think I posted it in in a circle in in one of the webinars that we did, but there's a chart that shows you the frequency for life, for cancer, for colds, for death. I mean, pretty much the frequency, I mean, everything is energy. So that, that applies to anything. You see the difference between certain types of foods. There's a higher frequency in certain types of foods. There's a lower frequency in certain types of foods. It's the same concept. So you make yourself vulnerable. You put yourself in a compromising situation with just your mind. Because when you go from seeing a thing to looking for it, 
See, I saw what was going on. I've been seeing what is happening. Even when I talk about people experiencing things from the shot. And I have been looking at this young man. I have been waiting for an update. The 18-year-old out of Detroit. Damn, what is his name? Um, Basketball player. He was a basketball and football player. But, and you probably can just Google it. It'll pop up. He was playing basketball. Told his coach he needed to come out. Feeling a little faint. Collapsed. Had a heart attack. 18 years old. Went to the hospital, was on life support, and ended up dying. So I see what is happening. Right? But I also can't go looking for it. When there are people that I know connected to me, like I don't want or desire to see anybody experience any negative effects. I don't for one second consider that something negative in regard to those damn shots are, is going to inflict anyone connected to me. I don't. I don't go looking. I don't put my attention or my focus or my awareness on that. Do you see the difference? I understand what's, what I'm seeing over here. I inspect it. Right? There's, there, there's a sense of analysis to some degree that is happening when I see a thing. So when I, when I know a person has done something, and they are exhibiting a bunch of symptoms. Yeah. Could be linked to this. These are some steps you need to take to reverse that, to neutralize that. But you know what's really happening? Like, I can give you the physical steps to do. And I believe in them. Or, or else I wouldn't I wouldn't give them, right? I wouldn't offer them up. I wouldn't recommend them. But you know what's really happening is that all of those steps, all of the tools, all of the food, all of the water, all of the herbs, any of the tools and things that we're using, what they are really helping you do is get your mind in a state of ease because you believe those things will be of assistance to you. You, your consciousness works in conjunction with the consciousness of those things. Yes, everything has consciousness. The broccoli you eating, the, the strawberries you're eating, the dandelion herb that you take. There's a consciousness. There's a communication that's happening. So you get in alignment with that which puts your resistance to healing, it lowers it and to the point where it eliminates it and boom, your body does what it's designed to do. It heals and you're good. And it don't matter how many, anything that you take in, it don't matter. You're fine. You're good to go. Seeing versus looking, people. We are looking for the world to get worse. We're looking for the next thing that the big bad boogeyman is doing. I'm not saying that people aren't doing things. I'm not saying there aren't groups. There aren't entities. There aren't um, <laughs> people in places that you don't see orchestrating all sorts of things. But which one do you believe has the greater power? That is the question. And if you say, well... Rook, they have the money, they have the power, they have the influence. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, it looks like they're greater. If that's what you believe, so it is. So it is. This is the this is the challenge that we're all gonna be faced with. What are you gonna choose to believe? What are you going to choose to believe? What are you going to choose to see versus look at? Because at any point in time, you can look at something else. You can turn your attention and put it on something else. And then as a rule of thumb, anything that anything that's reported on the news, the government is telling you, it's always a damn lie until proven otherwise. How many times do we got to go through this? How many times do we have to be finessed? How many times? <laughs> It's a little strange. Wouldn't that be just the rule of thumb? They tell you the sky is blue. You're going to have to go with something else. It's got no. Just just, just off rip, I'm going to have to mm, do a little digging here. They say yes, you say no. They say no, you say yes. Just basic rule of thumb. This is how this game works. So you can't have the, you can't see what has unfolded. Even if you're not 
privy to a lot of the things that has happened years and years and years ago. You cannot have lived through the last three years and saw what took place. All of the whistleblowers that have come out, the Twitter files that were released, there was collusion taking place between Twitter, between the big tech, social media sites, and the government. Like, do you understand how big of a problem that is? You, you, you cannot see that people were bought and paid for. That information was suppressed in order to push a specific narrative. You cannot experience all of that. Then they come out and tell you the sky is falling and the aliens coming in and you, oh, oh my Lord, what are we going to do? And you believe it? Well, I mean, they lied about everything else, Rook, but this one right here seemed like it's the truth. Okay, if you say so. That's why you got to get your health together. You got to get real familiar with yourself. You got to get real familiar with your spirit so that it can help you discern some things. You got to get your body on point so you can stop being agitated so easily. Stop freaking out. Stressing out, getting anxiety, overworked. <laughs> Calm down. Can't think when you panic. You have to practice. And you got to use the tools that you can use to help you get to that point. Everything I do, there's some meaning behind it. There's some intention. I don't, I, I'm not trying to wave no flag of, you know, this is just what I eat. No, bro. It serves me. The things that I do to my physical body to keep it on point, it serves me. So what you are doing, what you are participating in, it should be serving you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. I think it's kind of like an all for nothing right now. I really think they are... Um, the pandemic didn't quite go full fledged as they had expected because it was really supposed to clamp down. They wanted to push these electronic IDs. They wanted to, um, really cause more of a disruption than it did. They got a lot more pushback than I think they expected. However, so I think it's now it's like all of, just throw it all out there. Now you push everything and you get people in such an unstable state of mind. See, pay attention to the game. It's to knock you off your game. It is to make you uneasy. You gonna, you, when you look around, you say, I don't know what is real and I don't know what is not. This is why I believe that if they wanted to pull off Project Bluebeam, they, they absolutely could. <laughs> now, when I say pull it off, I say try it. You, the technology that they have now to either create some sort of fake alien invasion or to create some sort of second coming. Now the church niggas falling for it. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And they going to lose their mind because if there is a so-called second coming, right? You're seeing this character riding in the cloud and you are still here. According to the Bible, that means you've been left behind. And you no longer have the protection of God then. So, yeah, they would. Uh, even with all that being said, again, I'm not against. I, I research all sorts of things. I, I want to know the information, again, is supposed to be a tool to help you, not to enslave you, not to paralyze you. If you start digging into things and it does nothing but make you more fearful and make you feel hopeless and powerless, you should turn that off for a little bit. Just, just put a pause on it. Don't even, don't read no more of that. Don't watch no more documentaries, no more videos. Go do something you love. Go love on some people. Um, be around some children. Work with some elderly folk. Like you, you got to get back into real life. And then at some point, maybe you'll circle back. 
but the information is supposed to be a tool for you to use. So I, I like to know, cause I've seen things. If, if, if I know that there's a pattern here, like, okay, I've seen this before. I know what this looks like. Oh, that may be similar to that right there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not operating from a point of ignorance. If that makes sense. But above all, see, I can do all the studying in the world. I can read the books. I got them. They're fun. They're nice. Discover the things. I can dive, put my t- put my tinfoil hat on and see like, oh, snap. They really like, whoa, what's up with this? And that can be fun. I can come into all the, I can use my intellectual mind, that carnal mind to explore all sorts of things. But know this, above all, above all, I am going to remember the all is mine. The universe is mental. I'm going to remember above all, it don't matter what anybody on this planet could be planning to do. There is none greater. See, the mind can only help you but so far. Or so much. Physical tools, physical solutions can only help you but so much. They all have limits. There is only one thing that does not have limits. And that is the capacity of your mind. Your ability to guide, to direct, and to orchestrate things on your behalf. That should give you a sense of comfort. I don't know if it does or not, but it should. Because it lets you know that, damn, even when all seems like it's falling apart, I still, I still got the joystick in my hand. I I can, I can, I can advance to the next screen. I love that from all, I need to watch that series again. I usually watch it like every year. Altered Carbon on, um, why shit, I ain't even got Netflix no more. Somebody, let me use your password. <laughs> but it's a good series. The second season, eh. But if you can catch, like if you could just catch the messages. And there's one thing, I don't remember um, the, the lady, the, the main character's first, I mean, whatever they call her, whatever her name was. But one thing she kept saying was, get to the next screen. Get to the next screen. Like, and it's really a good series to watch because, and and I'm terrible sitting here trying to explain it because I don't, I don't know none of the names, none of the names are coming to me. Kotovac, Kochit, COVID, COVID, Kochit, what's that guy's name? The main, the main character who's the guy, right? So the gist of it is, You're able at this point of time in in humanity. You're able to change sleeves. They're already doing this, by the way. And what I mean by change sleeves is that you can, let's say something was physically wrong with my body. My, I could take my DNA and recreate another shell of this body, and then they have the technology to transfer my current consciousness into the new body. That's kind of the gist of it, right? <laughs> a little sci-fi, right? But as they're, it, he's captured at one point. As they're torturing him, she keeps telling him, this was, this was his love interest, right? She keeps saying to him, get to the next screen. Get to the next screen. And what I liked about that was, and, and another thing that she said, she was like, you remember you are the weapon you are the you're trying to fight what you see physically not remembering that you are the weapon it is not what you see it is how you respond to what you see and once you realize that is that when the world looks to be chaotic get to the next screen take your mind 
from where, from looking at what it appears to be and start focusing on what you desire it to be. It's going to take some hell of a practice though. That's why I don't understand when we be like, we bored. You bored? Bored? <laughs> bored? Mm, you got a lot of things to be working on. What you mean you bored? Get busy. Get busy. You need to you need to train like you plan to fight. We waiting for some stuff to pop off. You need to stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. No, I'm not preparing for no end of the world. I'm not preparing for no civilization collapse. I'm not preparing for any of that. But what I what I do stay, what I do do in staying ready is that whatever comes, come what may, okay? <laughs> whatever challenge, whatever uncertainty, whatever adversity, I'm ready to face it. That is my mission in life. Just be ready to face whatever. Come what may be ready. Don't go looking for things you don't want. But come what may be ready. Take what is offered and you better know how to use it. You got to train yourself to be the bad badass that you desire to be. You got to train yourself to be great. You got to train yourself to activate the parts in you that is electric. That is unstoppable. You, you got to create. like It's increasing the capacity See, we, we don't even have the capacity for the things that we're asking. Like if, if, the, if, the, if, the divine, if divine spirit just flooded us with everything that we wanted, right? And everything that you want is energy, right? It's a form of energy. If your body, your one system is made up of systems, all right? We've categorized the body and we've broken it down into systems. And then from systems, we break it down to organs and glands. And then from there, we break it down to tissue. From there, we break it down to cells. And then from cells, we break it down to atoms. What is an atom? 99.9999999999% empty space. Wait a minute, what do you say now? If your body is made up of atoms, if everything breaks down to the smallest unit, which is an atom, and an atom, this is science. I thought y'all liked science. If an atom is 99.999999% empty space, <laughs> you are more energy than you are anything else. You are more not here than you are here. So... If you're asking for more, if you're asking for the universe, for your God or whatever to increase what it is that you currently are and what it is that you currently have, do you even have the vessel that's ready to take that in? Uh, am I even ready for what I'm asking for? Like, have I, have I, have I emptied myself? This is one of the, the key parts to surrendering. This is when you you lay it all down. This is this is the symbology behind laying it on the altar. <laughs> I'm ready to receive. Are you ready to receive what it is that you're asking for? Questions. Questions that need asking. Answering. So remember the matrix is gonna do what it's designed to do. The world would do what it's designed to do. The government would do what it's designed to do. Are you doing what you're designed to do? Are you a seer or are you a looker? Do you get moved? Does the world have to tell you when it's safe? The world got to tell you when it's a healthy time, when it's a happy time. And does the world then tell you when it's a fearful time? It's a time to panic. It's a time to be afraid. It's a time to hate. Or do you tell the world? I tell you what I see. 
you don't tell me what I should see. That's the difference, people. Getting your help together is the most important thing you'll do. Why? Because you are your greatest assignment. And what is your health? It's who you are. It's how you think. It's how you eat. It's how you move. It's how you operate. It's how you respond to life. That's why we see so many sick people. Because those things are out of order. That's why we see so many overweight people. Because those things are out of order. There is disharmony somewhere. And... (laughs) Jim Rohn often says, everyone should set a goal to become a millionaire. Not to get a million dollars, but because of who it would make of you in the process. So I say, everybody should pursue a life of health and exceptional wellness. Not just for the health and wellness of itself. I mean, it is great when you don't have to deal with illness. It is great when you can move around, you're not in pain, you wake up energetic, you don't need an energy drink, you don't need coffee, you don't need a supplement, you don't need a cigarette, you don't need uh, marijuana, you don't need any of those things. It's great, it's fantastic. But it is who you become in the process. I'm sharing with you What I know based on who I've become in the process. It was the process of putting me first. It was the process of putting my health or making my health a priority. That's what helped create this version. And all of what I'm doing now is going to help create the version to come. Who it will make of you in the process. When you dedicate your life to yourself. I want to see what I'm made of. I want to see if somebody can talk shit to me and I don't get all over the place. I want to see if somebody can post something online. Somebody I don't even know now. And it doesn't ruffle my feathers. I want to see the person who I've had, you know, a challenging relationship with in the past about whatever. I want to see if their name can come up and it no longer bothers me. This is how you got to test yourself. Are you who you think you are? Because the world coming, baby. <laughs> the world coming. The Matrix said one, two. Uh, what is it? What is it? One, two. Freddy's coming for you. One, two. The Matrix coming for you. Three, four. You better shut the door. You have to shut you, the door from off shut the door of the nonsense of the fear of the worry and the only way you can do that is to practice you have to practice putting your attention on what you want can you see things without looking can you see what is happening without becoming a looker of the things that you don't want to happen can you see uh a shooting and you not internalize it. Well, Rook, that sound like that sound like you saying people should just become numb to reality. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm okay with that. When you come become numb, you remove the sensation. That's what that's what uh, wisdom is. Wisdom is a memory without the emotion. Mm. Come on, Pastor Preach. (laughs) So, yeah. I'm going to take the sensation out of your reality. I'm not bringing it over to mine. I don't really know how to convey (laughs) the idea that we jump from reality to reality often I don't really know I don't know how to describe that I don't really know how to explain it honestly but you're either going to see what is happening and unfolding in the world and become consumed by it and feel hopeless and helpless or you're going to see 
what is happening and you're going to choose to look in the direction that you desire. You're going to choose to look like I'm kid. I'm keeping my eye on the prize. I'm keeping my hot, my eye on wellness. I'm keeping my eye on health. And if I didn't have anything positive to add to somebody's situation that wasn't pleasant at the moment, I wouldn't say anything. If you don't have anything that can help a person, just be quiet. Because when you say things to people like, y'all just one and done. I'm just, this shit going to get worse. You ain't helping. Well, I guess the only thing you are helping to do is to add more to that. You ain't creating anything better. You're fueling. And then and then we get off on it. This is that, that trickery where it's easy to get lost in the sauce. We say... We don't want to be proven right, but it, that's a part of us that do. We want to be able to say, I told you. I told you. See? You don't get a green <laughs> a green ribbon. You don't get a gold ribbon. You don't get a button or a star for being able to predict the worst case scenario. Anybody can do that. But show me what you're really working with. Show me how you can see the evidence that all is going to hell. But you then can take that and transmute it into a version that's the complete opposite and manifested in the physical. That's what I'm interested in. Show me what you're really working with. I want to see some power at work. So no, I'm not going to give any attention to telling people that they are a lost cause because that would be a lie. It's nothing in me that believes that. I didn't, I've left. There's a, there's a part of this world that I have left that I cannot return to. I cannot return to pity. I cannot return to victimhood. I, I can't go back. It don't, you, can, you can make it look as bad as you want it to look. And you can point it out like, Rook, I hear what you're saying, but look at here. Mm-mm. I see it, but I ain't looking. I see it, but I ain't looking. But this will happen to my mama. I see it, but I ain't looking. This is what happened to my children. I see it, but I ain't looking. You don't understand. It happened to my husband and my wife. I see it, but I ain't looking. That's your story. That ain't my story. I know too much now. I know I play a role in this thing. And once I know, once you know, you can't unknow. That covers me. It gives me a level of protection. Your attention is your power. Your attention is your power. When we figure that out, I promise you we're going to stop putting our attention on so much nonsense. Your attention is your power and your frequency. Where are you at your energy level? That is your protection. So if anybody would be in Ohio right now, the worst thing that you can do for yourself is to go into panic. That's the worst thing that you can do. The worst thing that you could do right now is to start to create in your mind worst case scenarios. You start to see things happening. Start to see people you love get sick. Start to see people you love die. That's the worst thing that you can do right now. You got to override that. You got to override that. Whose report will you believe? This is when that, see, that, that faith stuff, it, talk, it, it sound good. You know what it is, but do you know how to use it? Do you have to put it to work for you? What kind of faith do you have that you never can activate it when you need it? You only got faith when everything going well. You only got faith when it looks good. You only got faith when everything is working in your favor. But the moment things get cloudy, things get sketchy, you fall apart. You are fraud. And you need to address that. That's just, just, you got to be honest with yourself. You're like, you know what? Damn. Ooh, I am a little inconsistent there. I want to work on that. I don't like that. Just make the desire known. Yeah, I am not as faithful as I once thought I was or that I believe myself to be. I need to work on that. Let me put some attention there. Never let the world take you into a panic. You need to teach yourself how to stay calm. This is one of the benefits of meditation because you got to sit your ass down. You don't have to sit your ass down. There is such thing as moving meditation. Can you go walking without listening to music? 
know many of us we get agitated we need a stimulant we don't know how to calm down we don't know how to just bring it all the way down so a lot of people struggle with with um sleep nervous system constantly overactive 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 body stays in a stress state can't heal in a stress state you understand you are more vulnerable your body is more susceptible to things in a stress state you got to learn how to bring that down learn how to calm down learn how to talk to yourself you got to train yourself to be in control in tense situations it's a practice that's why we don't be talking about nobody else. <laughs> when, we, when, we, when we come together, you know, when we come together to fellowship and converse, now we talk about ourselves because we understand what a hell of a task it is to get serious about your own business, to get serious about your own life, to get serious about your own health and your own wellness. We know we ain't got no time to be arguing about what nobody else doing because this is a hell of a task right here. I think I, I shared that earlier this morning. Um, I don't know. It might've been on Twitter. I posted something about, oh, I know what I said. I said, you're addicted to the evil plot. You look for it. You expect it. You find it. And you are it. Therefore you experience more of it. Surprise. So what you trying to say, rope? You trying to say there ain't no evil? Listen, man, I said exactly what I meant to say. And I said it in a way that I know how to say it. In a way that you heard me, heard me say it. You're addicted to the things that you say you want to die. You're addicted. You just, I will not tell, you just hell bent on telling the same doggone story over and over and over again you don't see actions of evil you look for it you're not a seer you looker you look for it and then you expect it and the law of expectation <laughs> says that which you expect you draw to you and so that's what you find and you can't find a thing without that thing being a part of you can't find love right you can't encounter a loving person without there being love within you you can't encounter a bitter person without there being some either some bitterness in you or a part of you that identifies and resonates with that bitterness so that's why you experience more of it and somebody replied and they said "Woo, the work on changing your mindset is rough you doggone right it is. You doggone right it is. But um, I, I came, I was listening to Andy Frisella's, um, I love Andy, and mainly because he's just a shit talker. And I love shit talkers, especially those who can back it up. So fellas, you know, he's a good, I mean, I listen to him. So obviously ladies or the fellas, but. You know, fellas, you got to listen. You got to you got to get some stronger voices in your ear, some stronger men and men who are talking men things. All right? Just listening to women who telling you how to be less of a man. Like turn that down. The more you are a man, that's toxic. No. But anyway, I was listening um he has a podcast, but he posts some of the clips on YouTube. And he was interviewing Chad Wright, who is a former Navy SEAL. And I love, I just love listening to badasses. Like, I don't care what you feel about the military or whatever, but when you understand what type of training that these guys go through, <laughs> you cannot, when, when a person puts themselves on the line to face death, that's because that's what they're doing. Like you got to damn near die to get through that training. And they and they come out of it. I mean, you got to respect that. This again, this is not arguing about whether you agree with military this or forget all that junk. I'm just talking about plain old mindset, hardships, physicality, 
Whew. But anyway, so he was interviewing him and um, he said, people often talk about a mission in life and a mission is like your over, overarching thing, right? This is, this is the, the main thing that you're kind of focused on. He said, but very few people talk about creed. And I was like, okay. And he said, and I'm going to share, share my creed. And, and when you look at creed, it comes from Latin word credo, which means I believe. What is it that you believe? Like, do you got a statement that you say to yourself every day? Do you got a power statement? If you don't, uh, today, tonight, I need you to come up with something. It ain't, you can always build on it. You can always change it. But give me something. Give, give yourself at least three lines of something. So... He gave his and I got to writing. I was like, okay, I'm about to memorize this. Because I resonated with all of it. So, and you can adjust and edit anything that you like to your liking. But I, the, the way he said it was good enough for me. I was like, ooh, that's good, that's good. So, Google it. Well, just go on YouTube and look up Andy Frisella, F-R-I-S-E-L-L-A. And Chad Wright, and you'll see the interview comes up. But he was on fire, and I love people who are passionate, right? That you just know that they know what they're saying, and they believe what they're saying, and they are convicted in what they're saying. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a read just a couple lines of it. I won't read all of it. And he said, in times of distress or uncertainty, there is a special breed of person ready to face any challenge and prepared to accomplish any mission a common human with an uncommon desire to succeed forged by adversity i am that person mm. i accept the responsibility that is bestowed upon me and i understand that my chosen way of life is a privilege i must earn every day that's a hell of a reminder so whenever you want to feel sorry for yourself whenever you want to get in a poor poor pitiful me yeah this take work but this is your chosen way of life you chose to be different and if you didn't, then get on back out there with everybody else. Do what everybody else doing. You ain't got to take care of yourself. Being a fat ass is kind of popular right now. You can create a following. Brands will pay you money. You know, the fatter the better. People go, yes, yes, love yourself. Do more, girl, more cheeseburgers. I don't know if y'all saw that guy. What is his name? He was on YouTube. He started out as like a vegan um, blogger. And then I guess that didn't last but too long. He had a little bit of following. But once he shifted over to being, damn, what is it called? What is it called when you when you eat like a whole bunch? Of, like people just watch you just eat a bunch of big nasty crap. It's called mokba, I think. Anyway, so he went from being a vegan um, YouTuber and he switched over to that. So he's just been eating all this crap. And I don't know if it's been two years. I know it's been less than five years that he has gone from just being regular size to freaking obese. But yet he has millions of, he has gained millions of followers. I know he's making pretty good money. Even just what ads alone outside of, you know, brand deals and stuff like that. So there is a market for being a lazy ass, a fat ass, being a slob. <laughs> so if you want to do it, then whatever, do it. But if you have decided that my life can't be lived that way, like even if there's a part of me that kind of wants to, I just can't. My spirit won't let me. Then you have to remind yourself that you have a responsibility. You got a responsibility to be a seer and not a looker. You got a responsibility to not just hear, but to do. You got a responsibility. And in that responsibility, you have to remind yourself that you chose this way of life. 
and it is a privilege you must earn every day. When I get up every day to get some physical activity in, I will be lying to say I felt like it every day. That'd just be a bold-faced lie. But I do feel like feeling good every day. I do like that. I like being able to squat. I like being able, if I'm by myself and I got to carry some things, I can do it without no issues or no pain. So I remind myself, this here, it's a privilege you got to earn. Show me what you're working with. Let's go. That's how you got to talk to yourself. That's how you got to talk. You can be whatever you desire to be. It don't matter where you are. It don't matter where you started from. It don't matter what you feel that you're lacking. If you feel that badass blood in you, it's in there, baby. Don't doubt it. The doubt going to cut you off. The doubt is going to keep you from it. You must believe. And then you must trust the process for however long it takes. Whatever I got to do for however long I got to do it, baby. I'm in it to win it. I accept the responsibility that is bestowed upon me. And I understand that my chosen way of life is a privilege that I must earn every day. Mm. Seeing, seeing versus looking. What you doing right now? That's the question. Think about it. That's all I got for you, good people. Till next time.